I did find it actually. Red zone success rate. TCU, 70% to yeah, uh, Michigan's, Michigan's 45%. That's Michigan, Michigan on third downs, three for 15. That's pretty good. Two of those, two of those third down conversions were given to them off of roughing the passer and pass interference. So then at that point, you are one for 15 on third downs, 0 for four on fourth downs. Um, compared to it's just a, not winning football, man. No, no. Compared All you're reading is not winning football. Nine yards when you need ten. 
Wow, that's some homework. <laughs> we might have to Google that. I've actually, say, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever thought about it like I've that. I've actually never, I've actually never learned that one. Right here on episode twenty-nine, we're gonna learn this. Why is it the whole nine yards? yards? The whole nine yards. During Why the Second World War, gunners were armed with an ammunition belt, which was twenty-seven feet long. To use the whole belt on the enemy was to go the whole nine yards. Okay. Good golly. Alright. You just had some history drop on us right there. I don't know if you thought it was a sports reference. It's not sports related, (laughs) and now I'm concerned for anyone who has ever used that saying in their lives. Here we go. Nine yards in your enemy. (laughs) Pause. I hope you don't I hope you don't need that that many yards, but either way. We're going to get right into it. we got a lot of college football to talk here today. Both season, you've had the good, you've had the bad, you've had the ugly. Um, <laughs> you've had a lot of electric games on top of what all games back has been milk. some pretty ugly games as well. Um, but either way, you'll have some good ones to talk about. We'll get to the playoffs here soon. We'll get to some records here soon. Uh, first of all, Liberty Bowl, Kansas, Arkansas, probably the first edge of your seat matchup of the bowl season. First half, not so much. Third quarter, not so much. But in the fourth quarter, Kansas decided to come back from down 18, ending up sending this game to triple overtime against Arkansas. Uh, two things at the end of this game. First of all, the missed, kind of nuts. The missed targeting call at the end there, or not missed, the targeting call to send it to a third overtime in overtime number two. Um, I wasn't really a fan of that, but on top of that, you get into this triple overtime and in college football, once you get to a third overtime, you are in the two point conversion shootout sequence and Arkansas runs a two point that. conversion. It's, it's to speed it up, but also allow for more overtime. So there has to be a winner, but it's quicker at the same time. Um, Arkansas runs their first trick play, or not trick play, runs their first play, scores their two easy, flawless. Kansas, third overtime, you know, you've got a bowl to win. You have just came back from down 18. You're in your third overtime. Runs the Philly special. And, yeah, you like the Philly um, special. And uh, the wide receiver throws it into the third row. Um, <laughs> that's exactly the end we were looking for in that one it's actually sends the that game has contributed to the big 12 going i believe two and six now in both seasons which is gross we ain't talking we ain't talking about the tough man we ain't talking about tough. The very tough sun bowl and gator bowl both played on friday i believe we had Pitt ucla in the sun bowl uh notre dame south carolina in the gator bowl that, those games did not disappoint at all unfortunately rudy won and DTR lost, so technically, I guess they disappoint a little. But very, very, very good games. Both of them thrilling shootouts. UCLA lost on a 30-second game-losing drive out of Pitt. Um, and then Tyler Buckner tore South Carolina apart with five touchdowns. Two very good games there. Did we watch those games? Ridiculous. No, I did not watch either one of them. But the fact that DTR didn't win that, that game, kind of sad. Dude, against Pitt, too. We both had that. Or we all three had that. as a, We all had that. That's a lock type game. I thought that was a lock. 
thought it was. A lot well. of these games that we thought were locks are have not essentially turned out to be as such. And and Spencer Rattler losing to Rudy. Dude. Is Spencer Rattler coming back? Stupid. <laughs> Where's he going? Is he coming back to South Carolina? You know, could he hook up with Oklahoma? Does he have another year of eligibility? Because of COVID, yeah. Mm. And I don't. Is he going? I don't think, is he going back to Oklahoma? No, Oklahoma. Why would you go anywhere? Trash can. I don't think. Why would you go anywhere? Quarterback. Because it's Rattler. I mean. He's an idiot. But like you, you excelled a little bit in South Carolina. You beat some then, top teams this year. Caleb Williams goes NFL. Spencer Rattler right back with Lincoln Riley. I don't think. It, I don't think Caleb. I don't think Caleb Williams should go to the NFL. I hope he doesn't. I want another year out of him. I want Eddie another Heisman. I want another Heisman and another a Heisman. championship. I was gonna say maybe a Natty. Maybe a Natty. Shouldn't have won the Heisman. Who should have? Max Duggan played, started one last game. Had better stats. How do you win the award for the best quarterback in the country? but then lose the Heisman to a different quarterback. How does that happen? I love Caleb Williams, though, so I'm glad he won it. Oh, oh, sorry. Did you wake up up there? Yeah, Max Duggan sucks. Oh, whoa, we'll get to the dog. AAC Tulane takes down Pac-12 Titan, USC, 46-45, just a couple hours ago. What? Here today what a game. Ball. That game. What a game. Nuts. Tulane did not lead in this game until the final eight seconds on a late touchdown. Does USC make a jump next season, potentially keeping Mario Williams for what would be his Mario? Year? What the heck is that? Um, a receiver for the only important guy on that team is Caleb Williams. And Caleb Williams, both of them, two five-star talents. Come on now. Either way, potentially keeping dang near that entire offense. Do they make a rise? Do they make a fall? You got to look at Utah's also going to return quite a bit of a team. USC might not, still might not adapt under Lincoln Riley and develop a defense because he refuses to coach that aspect of football, refuses to put that in his game plan. Does USC make a jump? Do they win that Pac-12 title? Do they make the playoffs next year, potentially being a bigger playoff format? Do you want to answer? Team. What's up? USC is going in the natty. That's, that's bold. If Caleb Williams stays. If Caleb Williams bold. stays. That's really bold. I'm saying if Caleb do. Williams doesn't stay, no. If Caleb Williams no, no. doesn't stay, they don't make college football playoffs. It's bold, but what I will give you is Georgia is going to lose a lot in the offseason. Um, Clemson still doesn't they look like that this year, though. next year. Tennessee is going to lose a lot. Alabama is going to be very, very good next year. Alabama is going to be just as good as, I think just as, good as they were this the year. I think the Big Ten next year. Um, but otherwise... Hey. What happened, to, what happened to Michigan, man? Yeah. Michigan might lose hey. Harbaugh. If Michigan loses ah. Harbaugh, Michigan goes right back to irrelevancy. Harbaugh is in not. the hunt for an NFL job. He's already put it out. I believe. I believe. He's already put in it out. JJ McCarthy. I no. believe in JJ McCarthy. Bro, he's literally the reason they lost the other night. 
Touche. Hey, man, he was also the reason why they won against Ohio State. You have yeah. another year. You have an off season. Yeah. I, I do you'll like be okay. Though. I, I was gonna say you'll be okay. I think that team I think, goes to shambles if our ball leaves. I think going into next year, well, I'm rooting for Michigan because I found myself at the end of the season really liking watching Michigan play football. Yeah, man, Michigan's yeah. electric. They're they've been fun to watch the last couple of years. And yes, they should have won. Is like the driving factor, and yes, he's a maybe college football Hall of Fame coach at this point. But I don't know. Maybe you know they keep their guys, they keep their core. There, Blake Corum doesn't go to the draft. Maybe you know you their defense is still you know top five in the league or in the college football. Like they're still a good team. I watch out for Michigan again next year. I wouldn't be surprised. They they should be. They should be playing for the uh, college football finals, but uh, but they didn't win. <laughs> the reason I say the reason I say Penn State for the Big Ten next year, they're going to have the best one-two punch out of the backfield next year. They've got two elite freshman running backs going to be in their second true freshman running back going to be in their second year. You've got going to be a super senior quarterback. You're going to have one of the best offensive lines. They have one of the best defenses in college football this year. They're going to get another step better. This team's going to be filled with veterans. And I think Michigan and Ohio State take a step down. Penn State was a sleeper all season. The only two games this entire season that Penn State lost were to playoff teams, Michigan and Ohio State. They convincingly won every other game they stepped on the field for. And they almost beat I don't Michigan. have I don't have faith in James Franklin. That I'll give you. That I'll give you. I don't you, have faith in James Franklin. I think this team can like, yes. a big Sean Clifford. Sean Did Clifford. I not play Penn State this year? Last year. No, Great year. Sean Clifford's going to be a, another – he's going to be there. He's going to be there. He's going to do his thing. But it was the same thing with Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley. You know, <laughs> Trace McSorley. Like, <laughs> yeah, they were pretty convincing yeah. in, like, every other game that they played. But when it came to trying to beat the Blue Bloods of yeah. the Big Ten, they just can't com- – they compete, but they can't pull out a win. They can't pull out a win. So I don't trust, I don't trust James Franklin. Like, you know who I have confidence in winning the Big Ten next year? What's up? Another than our hometown heroes, the Ohio Hawkeyes. <laughs> Give me Cade McNamara and Brian France. Uh, Ferens. You're gonna have to um, out of this country. You're gonna have to get an offense if you want that. Uh, K- hey, Cade McNamara is about to come in, and he's gonna put up 56 in the first game. Who's he gonna throw? And he'll figure it out. Uh, okay, fair enough. And then uh, Brian Ferentz is going to be gone forever. Uh, and then out of nowhere. Sounds more and more like Ferentz might get fired. He might as he be should. stepping away from the team. As he should. And then uh, <laughs> they're going to somehow miraculous, mir- miraculously get Lincoln Riley and be one of the best offenses in the country. Oh, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Um <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, here's a fun one. Back to the Cotton Bowl, Tulane. Only two losses this season out of Tulane. 
Uh, one to UCF. The other one was to a top ten opponent. Shoot, might have been to USC. I think the loss might have been to USC. It says UCF and K State on here. And K State. Okay. Yep. Big Twelve under K State. I wasn't even looking. And um, UCF. Nearly their entire. You literally sent it to it us. Does, and you're not looking. Um, nearly their entire team will be returning next season. Like dang near everybody. Nobody declaring. I think they have two transfers. This team only lost two games. Can an undefeated Tulane? Obviously, that an undefeated Tulane would get into a 12-team format. Duh. Can they be a Cinderella team in a 12-team format? What seed would an undefeated Tulane even get? They're still AAC. They're not a Power Five. What seed would they give them? I've never even heard of them. Like in my entire top, top, top six or eight. I would think they'd get yeah, probably. I'd say six. six The highest, maybe. Because an undefeated non-Power Five, I think that would warrant the six spot. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, and then obviously uh, the power five. Tulane, and the five. Tulane though. We we talked about Tulane a couple times this year on podcasts. And I uh big fan of the Green Wave. Watching their game today, honestly more of a fan. I agree. Like I think they got they got a lot of talent down there and hell. Say they go undefeated next year. They who knows? You know? I think that team could compete with anybody right now. I agree. They just competed with one of the best offenses in the country, probably Zach's favorite offense in the country. Oh, definitely my favorite offense in the country. I love watching them play. And beat them. Put a, put a more sound defense on there that can prevent teams like UCF from putting up 30 on them. And that's a, True. That's a dangerous team. Well, that's, a, that's what I was saying earlier with Michigan, you know, offseason. So they have another offseason together. They have their, you know, returning core. Yep. They'll they'll be able to put it together. They'll be okay. Like they will be one of the most veteran teams in college football. I believe and that, that will be. I believe they will have nine starting seniors next year, Dude. which is incredible. Give me uh, McCarthy for Heisman next year. <laughs> he's going to have a Heisman year. Watch. I don't know if you noticed or not, but their uh, their running back was in the running for Heisman, not their quarterback. It's true. It's true. Fine, give like, me uh, like, a bold one for you. Like, give me Caleb Williams in there again. Okay. Give me JJ McCarthy. Okay. Uh, uh, who's, who's, who's the um? Oh, he's gone. I was thinking B.J. Robinson. He's gone. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. B. John's gone. Uh, I don't know. Some running back is going to be in there somewhere. Some running back. Okay. How many finals are there? Is there four? It's normally five, right? Or is it five finalists? Okay, fine. Then give me some random wide receiver in there. Give four? me some random. If it's five, give me a random wide receiver. If not, give me Kate McLaren. <laughs> Dude, I think um, I think USC's Williams, both of USC's Williams will be finalists next year. I'm gonna make that take right if now. If Caleb, if if Caleb Williams stays, if Caleb stays, the Williams to Williams connection. I think they're both gonna be Heisman finalists because you're gonna need to hit that connection more and more next year if you want to win games. He was a true freshman this year, so obviously he's not gonna be always that number one target, but. You've got a good one there, so I think they're going to have to use them a lot, a lot, a lot more if they're going to win a lot more games. Put those two as finalists for me. I Watch out for Tulane. 
Don't, don't forget Tulane. Don't forget Tulane. I, Watch out for Tulane. I really think Caleb Williams, if he stays, will go back to back. I agree. Uh, that dude he has no reason to not. Some stuff to prove. And I think he's going to come out hot next season, and I'm excited to see it. If he, if he comes back. This is a big if. That is a very big if. Here's a fun if that a lot of people probably don't like, but it's on here. Should Alabama have made the playoffs? Reevaluating this after we've already seen round one, did Alabama deserve a shot against those four teams who just went to war? Zach saying no. F Alabama. Nick Saban can kiss the brownest part of my Alabama. body. I get that. But they just kicked the crap out of K-State. K-State just beat TCU, who's in the national championship. Dude, they got lucky because Max Duggan decided to, like, crap the bat in the end of that game. <laughs> there was a lot that went on in the end of that game. I don't think Duggan yeah. really crapped the bat. Duggan drove them 99 yards to get him into winning range, and then they just didn't go to him at the end of the game. That's a good point. And let's be real. TCU shouldn't be the championship anyway. They should have lost that game. That was a touchdown. Tough, dude. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um... No, Bama. No to Bama? Bama would have perf- performed like they always do. Oh, They're yeah. Alabama. Oh, yeah. I think they'd be in the Natty if they got in. As, oh, for real. They'd be they'd be playing in the title game for sure. But that's pretty bold because they would have played Georgia. They would have been that fourth spot. I think the Alabama we saw on hey, Saturday. Hey, man, they would have had that revenge game. I think the Alabama we saw on Saturday – would be playing in the natty against whatever TCU yeah, or Michigan. I, mean, I really think they would be. Yeah. Considering the fact that Georgia almost lost to Ohio State, who yep. doesn't have a defense. Dude, Stroud, um, five he, touchdowns, man. He is. That man is different. He is ah, good. To see his reaction if he after stayed. that field goal, oh, that hurt. Dude, I was at uh, an adult area watching yeah. that game, <laughs> and. I, I, I put some money on it, like a forehead, mm-hmm. and I put money on Ohio State because I was like, you know, the risk is worth the reward. If go. they made that field goal, four hundred and fifty dollars in my pocket. They miss it, I'm out seventy bucks. Yeah, Seems I lost seventy bucks on one of the worst kicks I've ever seen. That was awful. That was worse okay. than double doink. That was worse than double doink in Chicago Bears. That was a really bad kick. Dude missed his meter Terrible. by a lot. A homie didn't even try. Yeah, the kicking meter was off the off you the screen. You know, I have I don't to know flick what you're talking about. You have to flick the stick straight up. Homie went like this and smacked it to the side. <laughs> oh, off the controller. Yeah, yeah stumbled the controller. Gosh. Freaking <laughs> shots, dude, I swear. Would the playoff have been even more electric adding Bama and USC? Here's a hypothetical situation. Your first round would have been number three, TCU, based on the seeding that we got. Number three, TCU versus number six, Alabama. Number four, Ohio State versus number five, USC, with Georgia and Michigan at one seeds, one and two seeds getting buys. That Ohio State-USC game would have been electric. Would have been nuts. Whatever the over-under is on that one, I'm taking the over. Yeah, I think that game would I think TCU Bama would have been a lot of fun to watch too because Max yeah, Dugan against Bryce Young. I think both games would have been nuts. I think you would have. I really, 
I honestly think that TCU team still beats that Bama team. I really do. I think you'd still see TCU Georgia. I don't know. I think USC beats Ohio State, and I think you would see a USC Michigan semifinal. That would be interesting. I like that. I still think Ohio State chokes that matchup. I think you see USC Michigan. I like I USC, bro. Dude, I USC Michigan would have been crazy. I can't wait for a talk. I, I think the playoffs are going to be amazing, period, in the future. I agree. I just hope that they're all competitive games. If we can get a 12-team format, six competitive-ass games, down to three, and or whatever, however the hell it'll work. If we can get that, dude, oh. That's like, incredible. Fun. That's incredible. I can't wait for that. Uh, it is going to 12, right? Or is it a 14-team playoff? I thought it was 12. Is it 12? Okay. I don't remember how the format's going to work. I really don't. Um, outside of that, from the playoff games we've seen, let's talk about them, Zach. I know you got opinions on both of them. First of all, that targeting call, this not referring to the Michigan one that we talked about before, an Ohio State game on Marvin Harrison Jr., mm-hmm. only got obliterated in the back of the end zone. Are you saying that it being wasn't enough, targeting? That was a hundred percent targeting. I don't know how they determined this, but they determined him not defenseless. I I would probably call him a him a defenseless receiver because he wasn't making a move. He was trying to he was laying out for a ball. Um but the contact was also shoulder to shoulder. There wasn't a helmet hit in any way, shape, and form, other than him getting smoked so his helmet ricochets into it. It was a shoulder-to-shoulder hit. Granted, in the NFL, that dude's ejected because he just was coming down with the ball. But And do you know that? Have you seen that guy's last name? Man, it's just football, man. I don't know. I, it's just football. It is football. Why can't we just play football like that anymore? I think it was because we don't game. like our players dying under, and having CTE. Under the rules, yes, I understand that. <laughs> under the Bro, rules look of the NCAA, at, I think that was a clean hit. Look at what look at what the headshots did to Antonio Brown. Homie went from an all-star to being in everywhere. Yeah, that was a, that was a head. Those were headshots. This was uh, okay. A shoulder uh, on shoulder uh, aerial yeah. hit that yeah, just yeah, happened to look a little bad. Those the final play in Michigan. perfect headshots. The final game in We're Michigan. We're talking about something crazy, bro. <laughs> that was heck? straight shoulder to the back of the helmet in Michigan. Dude, first of oh, all. Oh, the Michigan targeting? I agree. Shoulder. But it was also the end. It's shoulder, not crown of the helmet. He didn't launch at him. The, def- the offensive me. player was already going down. His helmet, dude, literally... Slow that down. His helmet hits his back shoulder plate. Hits his back shoulder plate. If you watched any of the officiating in that game, if those refs had any reason to call that targeting, they would have done it. They would have put the 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 flag right in Sonny Dyke's pocket, told him to go f- himself, and they would have given Michigan the call. If you watched any of that game. It almost it seemed like they were about to do that. It almost seemed like they were about it to be like, I, you know what, Michigan, we I want am, one more shot for you to win this yeah, game. I'm, I'm glad they didn't. didn't. I'm surprised. They I'm didn't, glad they didn't because if they would have won, everyone would have been in an uproar about it. Well, it's yeah. an uproar either way, whether you call it or you. Yeah, but it shouldn't have came down to that because that was a touchdown. 
Uh, that wouldn't have given them the lead, by the way. They still would have been down by four. Um, the touchdown you're talking about. Uh, nah, don't care. It would have been touchdown. <laughs> it was 14 to three at that time. Or they would have been, yeah, they would have been down by four still. Either way, on the one yard line. Um, don't return a touchdown. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It was close. I agree. He didn't have full possession of the ball. So he was across the goal line. So, I mean, there is that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how you determine that one. Even if it was a touchdown, I still think TCU wins that game. They dominated every margin of that football game. Every yeah, they really did. They deserve to win more than Michigan did. Um, I saw. I actually do want to pull up something I saw earlier. Assuming I still have it. Who even knows? I probably don't still have it. But there were some advanced statistics broken down from that game. And Michigan's explosive play percentage was 40% to TCU's 12% explosive play percentage. So Michigan, the only reason they were in that game was Was because they're just stupid big bombs. Run game? TCU absolutely slaughtered in the run game against a Big yeah. Ten team that said they had absolutely no shot. But well, well I mean they got that? torched in the second half of the Ohio State game too. Yeah, on the on the ground. True. I wish I could pull so, up what that was earlier because there were actually some really interesting numbers on there. But who was that? Who was that receiver that got the touchdown call back on him? Because uh, that guy was torching their secondary all game. His double moves were working like. Oh, yeah. he, he was he was slicing through them like butter. He was insane. His double moves worked in his remember. little hezies. Oh my gosh! I don't remember which one. Was it Ronnie Bell? Is that his name? Yep. Yep. Number eight. Yeah. What it was, bro? He is good. I did find it actually. Red zone success rate. TCU seventy percent to yeah, Michigan's Michigan's forty five percent. Michigan Michigan on third downs. Three for fifteen. That's pretty good. Two of those, two of those third down conversions were given to them off of roughing the passer and pass interference. So then, at that point, you are one for fifteen on third downs, zero for four on fourth downs. Um, compared to it's just a, not winning football, man. No, no. All you're reading is not winning football. Of fifty percent. If you don't convert on third down, if you don't play well on defense against the run. It's it's just losing football. Straightforward. Yeah. Like they it's obvious they shouldn't have won the game because they took the L. One more stat, it was the run stuff rate. A Big 10 run, run defense supposed to be one of the best in college football had a run stuff rate of 5%. Um which I believe is the statistic of runs met at the line of scrimmage. TCU had a run stuff rate. A Big 12 defense running a 3-3-5 had a run stuff rate of 25%. Yikes. One out of every four runs was met at the line of scrimmage. Yikes. That is not Big 10 defense Yikes. at that point. No. They didn't no. play the defense they played all year. You know what I'm not saying? Not at all. They just... Um, to me, no, they came. They came into that game thinking their offense was enough. They came in a little overconfident, but I mean that'll happen. Um, I mean odds, odds favored the hell out of them. So I mean, why wouldn't you come in overconfident? 
But Speaking of odds, Georgia has the highest odds out of any, like, returning uh, national champion to win this game. 14-point favorites to open up the game. They, that is points. crazy. They are That's a literally yeah. crazy touchdown, touchdown favorite. That, yeah, that to me is stupid. If that is the outcome of this game, I'm pissed because of what we saw in the first round. Yeah. Like, if Georgia just comes in and steamrolls, I'm, I'm heated. Uh, yeah, I'll be pissed. I think Kirby Smart's going to be a little pissed off <laughs> So after that Georgia first? game. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That team's going to come alive. Um, but either way, I yeah, I hope it's good. With those first two games, those were insane. If the championship's a blowout, dude, I don't care who it's a blowout for. If it's a blowout, that sucks. Um, yeah. Another thing I saw earlier, before we get into revealing final records for the college football pick of the season, another thing I saw earlier – um, in the nine years we've had the college football playoff, only seven college football teams have won a playoff game. It's consistency at the top right now. Yeah. That's what you're seeing at, at the college football level. We have these, these guys who are getting the five star, the four stars year in, year out, highest recruiting classes performing every year and doing their thing. Hopefully we start to see that change. Obviously you got to look at a few things. It's only four teams. Only four teams make it. Odds are if Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, and Ohio State are making it in every freaking year, (laughs) you're not going to have many teams making it. They're winning. It's true. Um, Outside of that, I I did put them on Twitter earlier. Obviously, yeah, the parody doesn't look as good on paper in college football as people like to say it is. But look at the NFL. We have seen we have seen fifty five Super Bowls. Six franchises own thirty NFL titles. Twelve teams have never even won a Super Bowl. Okay. I won't Keep talk about them. But what I'm saying is twelve of hey, thirty two teams. That's look almost, at this year. That's a third of your league has never that's won a Super Bowl. Look at this year. Basically. We literally have the team that won the Super Bowl last year, currently a top five pick yep. in the NFL draft. Yep. I'm just saying, if NFL fans the NFL is better than college come, football. If the NFL fans want to come at the parody of college football, there's arguments. Hey, on both ends. with that logic, there's what 150 some teams. 130. Only, only nine of them have won it. Uh, 131, and only 50 of them have any kind of money. And only. <laughs> two, only a, a max total of 27 teams have made the playoffs. Probably not even close to that. 36 teams. 36 teams. I'm saying max. Yeah, Yeah, but like, like, but but they've been the same year every year. Exactly. It's been the same. It's been Alabama running show. It's been Georgia running show. It's been Clemson running show. It's freaking boring. No, it's not. It's good football. It's good football. It's good coaching. Bro, give me UCF, bro. Give me, give me, give me, uh, Give me uh, Texas A&M. Give me rolled in their last playoff appearance. Don't ever give give me Florida State. Give me me South Carolina. I'll take a Florida State State. championship. Give me something, bro. Don't give me Nick Saban and his old wrinkly ass coming up on my screen again (laughs) with another natty. I don't need that. Natty at any time, dude. I'll take an Oregon Ducks in the finals again. Give me, give me Bo Nix. Put Bo Nix in there. Even though, you know, Bo Nix, you kind of screwed me with one, but. <laughs> That's all right. You beat North Carolina. Let's get to some final records, boys. 
I've got them here. I've got them right here. I don't want to know. Can I read them off? I don't want to know. You do want to know. I'm going to tell you right now. Can I read them off? We, uh, no. We built the suspense. You know, we picked like almost 40 bowl games. We were so excited. Oh, this is going to flip the narrative. Boys, all three of us went 500 in bowl picks. (laughs) So the standings, so the standings, what they were before, are the standings now. I am going to finish in last place with not counting the national championship. I was going to give a five-point bonus for picking the national champion. It doesn't matter with what our records are. Don't you have a chance, though, to win the – you still have, your team's still in it, yeah, because you Joe picked, and I both I picked Georgia. I, picked I, would beat, I would beat you, but Georgia. really it wouldn't put the standings much. So these are going to be our final records. Also not counting the games tonight because we all picked the same in the games tonight. So um, final records, I finished at 44 and 49. I only had 44 because I picked the playoff teams correctly, so I got bonus points. Otherwise, I did terrible. Zach finished at 45 and 46, one win ahead of me. And Joe finished at 49 and 42. It was a, a season full of 500. <laughs> Joe did take the Hey, man, I'm seven over 500, so. You are. You are. Well I don't know. Over, you are well over 500. That is good. I'm proud of you, Joe. Zach, congrats on a second. I'll take my, my 500 record and go home with it, but. Wait, you said you're, what is Joe, 47? 49 wins. 49 wins. I was going to say if Georgia wins. Joe, pick TCU to win. (laughs) Or Ethan, pick TCU to win, because then if Georgia wins. I already lost my pick right now. I already locked in Georgia, though. Lock in TCU right now. (laughs) We're just going to. Because then if TCU wins, you guys tie. And if they don't, I sit right where I'm at. (laughs) That's just silly. No, because if you don't, then you beat me. I'm anti that. All right, I uh, pick TCU. I'll pick TCU in the championship. <laughs> if TCU wins, I guess I'll pick a moral. Oh, we got late game theatrics here going on right now. Late game theatrics. Anyway, those are our standings. Joe took first. Zach took second. I took third. A season full of uh, the picks not really going our way. Maybe they'll go better next season, but it was still fun. Uh, all I'm it. saying is I should have had three more wins because y'all made me flop. There you go. A season full of fun games. Picks weren't great, but, I mean, I had fun. We picked almost 100 college football games in the past however many weeks. I think it's like 14 weeks. So it's a lot of games. That's a lot of fun. I love it. We will – I think Joe might be frozen over here. I'm not 100% sure. I think Joe is frozen. All right, viewers. Back from a technical difficulty break there. Joe had a little oh. Wi-Fi issue. Uh, we're going to get Damn back. Wi-Fi. We're done with college football there. Joe, congratulations on the picks. Dub. W. There was a point a ways back I thought about ordering like a custom like championship belt, like a college football picks championship belt, but I never did it. I kind of want to going into next season. Bro, I'm just going to go to Walmart and get a uh, Cheap-ass little plastic belt, and then I'm just going to put it on and wear it the next podcast. Okay, I love that. Like a little WWE one? Yeah, a little WWE belt, yeah. I'm going to go pick one up at the store, a little cheap one. I can't wait for that. I love that, Joe. Um, We're going to get to the NFL playoff picture. 
We have some we have some NFL playoff picture stuff to talk. Eagles without Jalen Hurts have dropped two straight games and could could genuinely slip from the NFC one seed. We could see if the 49ers and the Vikings win this upcoming week, we could see a three-way tie at 13 wins. Not a three-way tie because obviously tiebreakers will happen, but at 13 wins, which would place the 49ers at the one seed, Philly at the two, and Vikings at the three. Does Philly drop this next game? I do think the 49ers and the Vikings fairly easily take their last games. Does Philly drop a game to the Giants? To the Giants? Uh, no, Niners and Vikings. Um, if, is, if Jalen plays, they have a good chance to not. But if Garner Minshew continues to, to play, back. then Niners I was going to say they need. They need Eagles Jalen didn't Hurts. lock up. Eagles haven't even locked up their division, so they will with no. the win. They will with the win this week, though. Yeah, but if they lose and the Cowboys win, the Cowboys win the division. So they have the potential to drop literally to true. The Cowboys card. have to lose too. They do have potential to drop to the wild card. Vikings play the Bears. Niners play the Cardinals. I think they take both of those games. Yeah. Um, Vikings the, have the boys play the Commanders. Players, though. Have all the boys play the Commanders. That could be a tough one. Trash. Uh, Commanders. It is in Washington. Okay. Okay. And I, I need this to happen. I need the Eagles to win. Okay. Because I do not want the Vikings to be the number one seed. Because I need Seattle to lose. The Niners win. Well, I, I... have complete confidence in the Vikings winning because the Bears suck. Well, if the um, Niners win too, the Niners take the one. That's if the Eagles lose, but the Eagles are going to win. Yes. But I need them. I need everyone to just win, okay. except for Seattle. Okay, we just need the whole league to win. Okay, I get it. Because then the Lions jump into the seventh seed, and then they get to Molly Walk. So this is what will happen. They'll win. Lions will win this week, right? They'll beat the Packers, eliminating them from the playoffs. Fantastic. And then they'll go into the playoffs as a seven seed, going to come as number two, and get to bounce Minnesota out in the first round. Okay. I like that. So doesn't Seattle have to lose in order right. for the Lions to, to get in? Seattle needs to lose for the Lions to get in because the Lions lost to Seattle week like five. By like forty-five to forty-eight. Okay. Who's who's Seattle play? Who's Geno Smith got this week? Saints, Los Angeles Rams. Oh, hey man, maybe Baker can get another dub. Joe, all I'm saying is the Rams blew out the Broncos, and the Chiefs have struggled twice against them. Bro, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, right? <laughs> Jerry Judy. How do you feel? Wilson How do you feel? To play really well when <laughs> it's, it's against the Chiefs. Like, hold on. We, we're going to be trashed the rest of the year. We're not going to win anything. <laughs> I unlocked something. You did. And we're going to look really good against the Chiefs, because why not? How do you feel knowing that <laughs> in two games of Pat Rome's career against the Broncos this year, Baker Mayfield outperformed him in both? Baker Mayfield outperformed. Yeah. Ba- Baker, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield outperformed Pat Rome's against the Broncos. 
but he played two games against the Broncos. Bro, it was his second game in in Los Angeles, and he put up fifty four. How do you feel knowing Baker Mayfield's a franchise quarterback and Patrick Mahomes sucks? It feels really good to know that Patrick Mahomes is not a good quarterback. Hey, Zach. Yeah. I don't. I want to. I want to up your mood this episode. I. Uh, I don't know if you saw. Justin Fields' stat line against the Lions, but uh, oh, I watched might, that entire. It might make you smile. Seven for twenty-one. Seven for twenty-one. Seventy-five yards. Yep. A touchdown and an interception. And guess what that interception was? That interception was on no pass rushing. Nobody was rushing him, and Aiden Hutchinson was standing on the sideline and jumped a Darnell Mooney route. Dude, that was kind of a cool play. <laughs> There was literally zero people in his face. The fact that that Hutchinson was just hiding over there and then just pops right in front of that route. If exactly that was coming. Yeah. If after that game, if you two still have confidence in, in uh, Justin Fields, y'all are insane. I've definitely still got confidence in Justin Fields. He doesn't have a team around him. Homie's also, so you know what's crazy? He has fumbled the ball like four times less than he's intercepted the ball this season. Burning interception. He fumbled it like 17 times this season. That can't be true. <laughs> he just needs some help, man. It's like 15, 16, or 17. He needs a lot Get of help. Get this man an offensive line, bro. Get this man an offensive line. Oh, had nobody rushing him and threw an interception, Joe. Zero people were over there. He didn't need an offensive line in that play. Justin Fields, okay, then get him a better offensive a coordinator. <clears throat> Justin get Fields, you're the weakest link. Get the hell out. <laughs> yeah, get him something. Get him a lot of everything. Get him, get, a, him a, get him a nice, good quarterbacks coach and a great offensive coordinator. Justin Fields will be okay. Wow! So literally, give him any, give him tools that'll make any quarterback do well. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let's keep this thing moving here. Are the 49ers suddenly a massive, massive Super Bowl threat? Zach, they already were in your eyes. Are they an even bigger Super Bowl threat? Oh yes. What they are doing with Brock Purdy is insane. You guys know this. I did not like Brock Purdy in college. I did not like him. I thought he was overrated and I did not think he was good. And homie has come out and just, I think a lot of college Brock Purdy was a product of his environment. I think it was a product of his coaching and his development at Iowa state, which says something to Iowa state, some changes need to be made there, but the system he has been put in, in San Francisco, is a bro. perfect fit for him. Bro, he's got Kyle Shanahan, bro. Perfect. That's all you he, need. At this he point. has literally jumped into <clears throat> the best situation in oh, football. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, were we talking about that a little bit before the year? Low key, we didn't really say much, but we were like, um, I one hundred percent confidently said John yeah. Freddie will be a starter by the end of the season, and then he will become I, a franchise guy. I one hundred percent confidently said that. I, I hate like, to I remember. I remember I this podcast. I remember it. Yep. I hate to say this, but I don't think he's going to be a franchise quarterback in San Francisco. You think they'll get rid of him after this? I season? think they still will. Because they're already talking about, because Trey Lance is, uh, can, is cleared, I think, first week of, no, 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 sorry, uh, Jimmy G is cleared. I think first round playoffs, and they're already Shanahan, talking about putting him back Shanahan in. Shanahan already said he's not, not coming back in. Shanahan said before Brock Purdy even got his first start that Jimmy G will not be coming back for the playoffs. Jimmy G's a winner. 
So is Brock Purdy right now. And so is Brock Purdy. Horn, <laughs> baby, count the wins. Uh, and speaking of Trey Lance, Trey Lance has started twice as many games as Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy has double his statistics in passing yards and touchdowns. I like I, hey, I like Brock Purdy. Pretty good, if you ask me. Brock Purdy has the highest completion percentage in the league on 10-plus yard passes. Only rookie in NFL history to go back-to-back games with two or more 35-plus yard touchdown passes. So, okay, so here's my thing. are in the league after four Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Is some of these stats that they're throwing out about Brock Purdy are so freaking specific, it's insane. Well, they do that with everybody. Patrick it's like he, the first player to eat ketchup before a game and throw for 64 yards. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like there's so, so <laughs> very specific things. And it's like oh, in the yeah. first four games, eat okay. ketchup before a game, throw for also, 64 yards. I saw this thing today that, like, it was like, uh, 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 Brock Purdy is the first rookie quarterback to start four and zero and have two passing touchdowns in five straight games. I was like, yeah. he started. He has started four games. Obviously played four and a half, but he has started four games and he has ten touchdowns. That's insane. Only only Speaking quarterback, only rookie quarterback in history to win his first four starts. Is that a Purdy article? Can't read that. I can't read that at all. <laughs> it's not going to pop up. What do you got? <laughs> It's, it's it's Joe Burrow. Okay. Brock Purdy. Oh. Also, I don't know the if you guys saw this. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Brock Purdy will be forever in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. They retired his jersey in Canton. What? For being the first Mr. Irrelevant to start and win a football game, his jersey will forever be in the Hall of Fame. That quite literally might be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. <laughs> what the f- Awesome. I think it's cool. It's really awesome, but it is kind of silly. But it I mean, they retire so a lot of weird things. Like Tom Brady has like eight different pieces of equipment retired. Okay, as he should. Tom Brady is literally by far not even close. Not even he's in the top one because he is one. And there is nobody close to him. They retired those pieces of equipment more for NFL milestones than player milestones. I like Tom Brady. I like Tom Brady. Didn't like him on the Patriots. Because Ryan Suckup, first uh, Mr. Irrelevant to win a Super Bowl, he's a kicker. His jersey's retired in there. He'll probably never actually be a Hall of Famer, but his jersey's in the Hall of Fame. Didn't Ryan Suckup play for the Chiefs for a while, Joe? I think so. It was one of the Suckups. Won a Super Bowl with the Bucks a couple years ago. <laughs> Either way. I think the 49ers become a massive threat, and I think Brock Purdy is a huge part of that. I'm saying right now. The defense, though, bro. Nick I, Bosa is on a f-ing tear right now, Nick bro. Nick Bosa is – he is J.J. Watt in his prime. I'll preface what I'm about to say with this. 49ers have the best defense in the league. They have the best offense in the league. Some of the best coaches in the league. The best system for a rookie quarterback to come into. With yeah. that said, hypothetically, a few weeks from now, the 49ers win the Super Bowl. They would not have done it without Brock Purdy. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> okay, what do you have to say, Zach? Because that sounded like a really good argument for me. First of all, <laughs> I agree. If that does happen, I agree. We have to see how he performs in a high-pressure situation oh, yeah. in a playoff mm-hmm. against like an Aaron Rodgers or a Kirk Cousins, which 
Shout he's, out to Captain He's playing Aaron Rodgers. He's not playing I, Aaron Rodgers. He's I, playing I, their defense. He, I know, but he's going to have to compete and keep up with Aaron Rodgers throwing 17 touchdowns. As of right he now, beat Tom Brady already. He's he, he's beaten okay. a couple like high-profile quarterbacks, bro. He beat Tom Brady, who looked like he was playing his age. And then just last on Sunday, he threw three touchdowns of 35-plus yards to Mike Evans. Literally well, yeah, like, Mike Evans is an actual dog, and people just need to realize that Tom Brady just needs to throw the ball to Mike Evans. And without, both of them look like dog water against the 49ers. Without seeding is currently, Brock Brady could be going on the road to Dallas in the And that right there, quote me on this, that right there, Dallas is the scariest team entering this playoffs of any team in the NFL. Dallas, I we talk about it in like a actually just a second here. We're about the Bengals. I don't think so because Dallas is scary. Okay, they are clicking everywhere. Their Funny defense enough, Dallas was is my team after the Bengals to be the scariest. Um, we'll actually transition right into that. The Bengals have won nine of their last ten games. They play the Bills right now. Realistically, the hottest team in the NFL right now. Cowboys were going to be my second example of that. Funny enough, you say that. Um, do they extend that game win streak tonight? And do they take this into a deep playoff run? Obviously, it's only three games. You can only go so deep. But do they take this into a deep playoff run? Dak has to clean up the turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's um, played four less games than Derek Carr and still has thrown more interceptions than Derek Carr. And Derek Carr just got benched for Jared Stidham, so that organization sucks. They're they're in shambles right now. I also say the Cowboys only beat the Eagles because Jalen Hurts wasn't in the game, but whatever, it's fine. That's definitely Completely true. agree. Completely but agree. We but the way to beat the... them the first time because Dak Prescott wasn't in, so who knows? I don't know. Yeah, the way that that offense played against that good of an Eagles defense was that's that's why I'm saying like they are scary I'm really glad they got T.Y. Hilton I'm I'm gonna say I'm a big fan of T.Y. Hilton honestly I was a fan of T.Y. Hilton's a long time ago and well, the fact Andrew that he's making a second a second <laughs> shot at the league now I'm here for it Andrew Luck made him look good bro he's balling right now with Dak Prescott <laughs> Dak Prescott made him look good Oh, yeah, for sure. It's the quarterbacks that are making T.Y. Hilton look good, for sure. Arisa and the Bengals in the AFC could get back to the Super Bowl. They've got a the hell of a road. They've got a hell of a road. Do we think they could get back? They've been they've been red hot, man. Yeah, but you oh. haven't played the Bills or the Chiefs in, what, seven, eight weeks? They played the Chiefs, like, what, three weeks ago? They haven't played like three, the Bills. Four weeks ago. Okay, yeah, they did beat the Chiefs. They haven't played the Bills since like what week ten? They haven't played the Bills. This is the first time playing. They haven't played them at all. Oh, yeah, because they're not. Because they're not in the same division. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have to see. They beat the Chiefs. For some reason, Joe Burrow always beats the damn Chiefs. Hey, Joe man. Burrow, for some reason, always performs against the Chiefs. Can't beat the Browns. Hey, man. Hey man, the Chiefs it. lost. The Chiefs lost to the Colts this year, so and should have lost to the Broncos. Right, and should have lost, should have lost, to, the lost to the Texans. And should have lost to yeah. That, I get it. That but that group of games right there is why the Chiefs will not make it past the second round. 
I I have I have no faith in the uh, defense dude, right now. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'll tell you what. Right right now, I think I'm sorry. I see a Bills Chiefs AFC Championship. I think it's gonna be an electric game. And I don't know why. I've just got a feeling I'll be laughing that night because Josh Allen once again won't get past Patrick Mahomes. Probably because another coin toss. <laughs> there we go. There One we more go. coin toss. One more coin toss. That's actually technically our next question. Does Josh Allen finally, 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 finally make that Super Bowl? To me, the Bills are an AFC favorite. They have to be. The way they looked against the Chiefs this year early on, they <clears throat> their defense is one of the best. Mm-hmm. Their offense, electric as always. Josh Allen doing his thing. It's looked a lot better lately, too. For some reason, it's cold. This team just plays. Better. Yeah. And with the way the Chiefs have been playing recently, this is not me bashing the Chiefs, Joe. I'm sorry, but they have sucked being team. I mean, it's, you're not wrong. Like, we have been... It, the Chiefs have been allowing teams that haven't been performing well all year to perform well enough to compete every game against the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, they like, made why? they made the Texans defense look like their Philadelphia Eagles again. They made the, the Broncos Rockies. look like the second best team in the league this year. Very true, twice. And the Broncos, as we all know, have an average scoring per game of like 15 points. They and don't have even a quarterback score who has 20 literally points thrown less touchdowns in toilets in his house. Exactly. So uh, I don't have faith with this Chiefs team, but I mean, if they get to the title game, who knows? Anything can happen. They've been there before. Everything changes. They've been there before. Everything Andy does Reason change in the playoffs, but they will have to beat Buffalo in Buffalo. You think Buffalo's getting top seed? Chiefs have already clinched top seed. No. Chiefs no they have, there, there's like okay, a three. Aren't the Chiefs at 13 wins and the Bills are at 11? The Bills are at. So it's Chiefs are 13 and 3. Bills are 12 and 3. And the Bengals are 11 and 4. So realistically, so the, the Bengals still jump in number one. I think the Bengals, the Bills win, win, and Chiefs win this Saturday against the Raiders. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I mean, if that's the way it works tonight, then that's the way it works tonight. But <clears throat> I'm just saying, if the, the Chiefs, if the Bills win out, they're uh, definitely guaranteed top seed. Since he's already up seven up. Uh, the Bills in late season primetime games are terrible. They have been for okay. the last three, four seasons. Late season, they just drop games. And, that's why they and Joe Burrow's just been stupid hooping, bro. Joe Burrow has been absolutely hooping, bro. Dude, give me uh, whatever uh, Oakland's quarterback is or Vegas' quarterback is beating the Chiefs. Stidham? Jared Stidham? Yep. Auburn University? Auburn give Jared Stidham. Give me Jared Stidham outperforming Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he threw a bomb to Devontae at one point, but like... Bro, that was a catch. Shut the fuck up. Ethan, that was a catch. If the ground does 80% of the work, it's not a catch. If if that's not a catch, then Des Ryan didn't catch that ball. If the ground does 80% of the work, it's not a catch. He was laying on top of it. Left arm wasn't even on the ball. He got that ball. That was a catch. Not even close. Are we ready to play some Weddle? Please. I, I'm, I've been waiting. I'm ready to test my knowledge again. Wait. 
Yeah. Okay. Never mind. What do you mean, yeah? Wait. What do you mean, yeah? Did you do Weddle, you mother? No, I was going to say Cam's prediction. I don't think it's coming true. <laughs> Weddle, you mother. I was just going to say Cam's prediction ain't coming uh, true. One moment. Oh, you don't I, think I the Vikings are going the, to the... Uh, no. Up on the screen here. Oh, no, nah, Vikings are getting... I was Vikings are getting... That because I was just going to laugh at it anyway. Oh. Yeah, Vikings are dude, Vikings are getting bounced first round by the Lions. Sorry, the Vikings Cam. have uh, comeback wins this season. That's the not Viking... sustainable in the playoffs. Hey, Kirk Cousins might be able to pull something out. You never know. Not against the Detroit Lions when they lose by 11. The playoffs aren't played at 1 o'clock, Joe. True. We do have way more primetime games. Hey, but Kurt's won a primetime game this year. Uh, right. Kurt just got ever in his career. Kurt but just got, look at me when I say this. Kurt just got on by the Green Bay Packers. I know. I, oh, I only watched like the first part of that game, but that was disgusting. That was gross. That was yeah. genuinely one of the grossest games I've watched all season. Hey, but Green Bay's hot right now too. So I mean, I'm, praying, I'm praying on that downfall. Oh, you know? oh, here we go. We're gonna watch it. Let's watch good. it. Notice, uh, notice. Oh, you can't see my mouse on screen. Notice his left arm not on the ball. Notice his right arm hand not on the ball. Arm is above the ball. That ball is 100% on the ground. Yeah, but you can't see it. They called it a catch. You can't overturn it. The ball is 100%. On the ground. Prove it. Show me the angle. Bro, he's show got his hand angle. on it, bro. <laughs> on the ground. He's, bro, he's got show his hand on it, bro. Show me the angle where the ball's on the ground. That's the only guy. Anyway, Weddle. Show me the angle. Show me, show me the angle. Got it. You can't. It's a catch. It was real to catch. It's a catch. Not a catch. Wow. Um, AFC West, number 12 or 13. Not, or not AFC, not AFC West. AFC 12 or 13 wide receiver who is 6'2 or 6'3. He is fairly 13 young. 13 or 12. Christian Kirk. No, can't be. Wait, can it be? Yes, it can. I don't know. Well, he's in the AFC South. I was thinking he was in the West. That's what I was saying. He can't be, but I don't. I'm only thinking a or I'm only thinking NFC 13s or 12s right now. Yeah, the three people that came to my head right away were all NFC. I think Not Christian Kirk is like 13, isn't he? Let's go with it. Brand, Brandon Cooks. Okay, not AFC South. Brandon Cooks, where's he at right now? I think he's in uh, Houston. It is number 13. So He's young, Houston, too. What division is Houston? That would have to be AFC South. Right? AFC South. 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 Okay. <clears throat> uh, I think I'm two, six, three. Uh, George Pickens? That's a good That's a good one. Uh, AFC North at half G. Six, two. East. 6-2, probably, uh, I was going to say. 22-23. Uh, number, number 13. 13. Sure it has to be the AFC East. 22-23 AFC East. That's, um, oh, is it? No. What number is Jalen Waddle? It's the AFC East. Uh, Bill, uh, New England. Oh. Bills. Dolphins. Jets. New England. Jets. Dolphins. Uh, Could it be Waddle? No, Waddle seventeen. Okay, you're right. Oh yeah, yes. Um, I don't think it's Dolphins then. What's the one from? Um, I feel like the other, the other guy receiver. in, in uh, the other guy in Buffalo, uh, Gabe Davis. Is he that young? I don't know. 
I think so, maybe. He might be that young. This is Gabe Davis. Good job, Zach. Hell yeah, he's Zach. Three. Damn. I didn't think he. I think he just got drafted like one or two years ago. All right. Maybe he's made a very immediate impact. Okay, he's twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on either the defense and put him on there. Aaron Donald. Whoa. What are you doing? <laughs> Bro, he's uh, throwing. I'm not throwing. He just Sean wanted to get defense play. out. He wanted to get defense Six out. 6'1, 28 in the NFC. Where the new in the NFC? 6'1, 28 in the NFC. That, I, <laughs> that is a great. Great numbers, range right numbers there. Numbers very low, which means we're looking defensive backs more than likely, which doesn't Jeff always Fakuda. Damn. Okay, we're not looking corners. We're probably between 1 and 11, thanks. We're probably looking 80s here, right? I guess linebackers could have low numbers. But he's also 6-1. We're probably looking at safety here. Dang, I really like my Jeff Fakuda guess. Who's a good guess? We're looking at NFC South or NFC East. Marshawn Lattimore. He's his number is twenty three. Yeah, and he's old. That might be the only player I know. AJ Terrell. Ooh. Who's AJ Terrell? Darius Slay. Probably not. I was going to say Darius Slay, but he's number two, right? Oh, good point. And that, I feel like that's he's way too good of a player, too. Oh, uh, probably. Shit. Um, uh, dude, it's going to be, be some NFC East. It has to be NFC East. <clears throat> it's going to be some, like, seventh string on the... I bet it's on the Giants. On the Dallas Mavericks. I was wrong. His number is uh, six or seven. Oh, uh, uh, the Cowboys one. The one guy. Micah. No. Um, no. Oh, um, uh, Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, he's number seven, ain't he? I don't, I don't think he's, he's 28, uh, though. He's 28. Oh, but he's number seven. <laughs> Let's do it just to get him out of the way. Look at that. Uh, so we're looking at the Eagles or Commanders. Oh, if it's the Commanders, I'd literally chase you on. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, um, Lord. I don't know any number sevens on the Eagles or the Commanders. I don't either. I really don't. I, I, uh, let's see what our friends know. Uh, let's see what our friends know. We're phoning a friend. We're phoning a friend. I promise. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm on the phone right now. Uh, just look up this um, Darius Slay just in case. It's, it's definitely it is, not Darius Slay, but. Zero shot at Darius, right? I know, but like for like the Eagles. the Eagles. Okay. It is the Eagles. Okay. <laughs> we still don't have the position after all these guesses. What? <laughs> What if it's not a safety after all this? I'm thinking it might be a linebacker. I would say I don't. Number seven linebacker for either of these teams, though? Number seven on the Green Bay Packers defense is Quay Walker, and he's a beast. Yeah. 
So I'm thinking maybe wide returning. Oh, guys, linebacker. we should actually know who this is. I just figured out who it is. We should know who it is. What I team? should have known who what this team? is. It's the Eagles. It's Philadelphia. We, we know this. Oh, we already know that. Sorry. I'm a goober. We should have known this. Should we have? Yes. Former team? This is, uh, let me get him pulled back up. I, th- there was a guy on the Eagles defense that played for the Lions, and I don't know if it's this guy or not. I cannot remember because I'm a bad Lions fan. Okay. But we we do know him. Seven. He did not. Number, former number team, seven's throwing me off. He played four years with Arizona, one year with Carolina, and one first season in Philadelphia. And he has been a starter his whole career. Were you right about four linebacker? years? Four Correct. years in Arizona. He is a linebacker. linebacker that played four years in Arizona. Chandler Jones. I'm not going to say anything because I know who it is. That's unless you first, want me to that's tell the you. first thing that goes in my head right there is Chandler Jones. Is number this was seven? not the player that. No, he's on the right. Arizona. Do you want me his college? Sure. Temple? Yeah, college. You say Temple? He was drafted first round 13th. Did you he's say been Temple? In Temple. He's been in the league for six years. He was born. September twenty second, nineteen ninety four. Played four years for Arizona. He's six foot one, two hundred and forty pounds. If this isn't it, I'm embarrassed. But I don't. He's number seven. <laughs> Just give us that so, name so we can keep this. He has thrown thirty four. He has had thirty four tackles, sixteen sacks, and five forced fumbles. Give us the name so we can. I'll give you the first initial H. His initials are Sean Reddick. Yeah, we should have probably done that. If that's it. Yep. What? It's H A H A A S O N. Yeah, we should have known that one. Yeah. Temple. Once you said Temple, that was like one of the first people that came to my brain. We should have known. Oh, that sucks, dude. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. NFL or not NFL? NBA free agency time is coming up. I know you guys, I hope you guys have been following the NBA. Uh, which teams need to be aggressive? Who do we think is on the move players-wise? Will Bradley Beal finally request a trade? No. He, need to, he needs to be gone, bro. Who do you want your team, your favorite team to pursue or get rid of vice versa? I think a team that needs to be aggressive is the Chicago Bulls. Because they they are they're good, but they're currently struggling. Uh, they can't have proven time and time again. They cannot be good teams. Nope. They proved it all last season. They proved it all, all last season. year. They, they they need a young big is what they need. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who can they Who go after big? in that department though? Dude, give me not like a he's not a young big. He's like a semi season vet. Give me Miles Turner on that team. There you go. There you go. Miles Turner would actually I, really help them 100%. Because yeah. they got Vuce already, but like Vuce is like old. <clears throat> that's that's my only issue with it, is trying to put Vuce, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and Miles Turner together, I don't think that would work. 
You could start, you could start Miles and bring Vuce off the bench. Yeah, and bro, Vuce Vuce could be the best six man in the league. Honestly, True. oh, hundred percent. <clears throat> Who do we think's on the move? I've heard the name John Collins a lot in trade talk. They just signed him to another deal though. This last, yeah, I don't, I don't see that one. I would, I okay. as a as a second favorite team being the Hawks, I do not want to see John Collins leaving. I agree. So I like John Collins. How are the Hawks doing this season? I don't know. I just know Murray just got hurt, and I'm kind of sad about it. That'll happen, though. But I'm sure he'll be he'll be back soon. The oh, Hawks man. are 17 and 19, currently sitting ninth. It's not great, not terrible. Just outside of like yeah, they're still in play-in position right now, but yeah. yeah. A team that is also in the playing situation who I think should be aggressive is the Washington Wizards because they have shown that they are good, but they just, they're not there yet. I like Washington. How about the Hornets? You got a good young core there. Could you pick Lamelo somebody else to play with, yeah, I Lamello swear. more piece. One more piece. I could currently give two shits less about Hornets. Okay. If only Miles Bridges didn't have to go get, you know, in jail, you know. <laughs> didn't have to go Actually, in jail. He was, the, he was the second best player on that team last year. I, I really yeah. wanted Miles Bridges to go to Detroit. I heavy was rooting for that. Yeah. Um, Athletic out the gym, man. He was. He really was. Um, oh, who else? I mean, Dallas is an obvious one. I think if there's a team that needs to go after a superstar in Bradley Beal, it's a Dallas Luka's, Luka's bulling right now. Get him one more piece. Get him, dude. Get him Bradley get him Beal at this point. And give, take some of that offensive pressure off of him. Only bad thing is that defense backcourt will suck. <laughs> See, are you thinking about Houston? Who? Harden's thinking about Houston. Harden is, yeah, I've seen that. Strippers are excited, dude. He might be yeah, coming. Yeah, all the, all the hoes back down in Houston are going to be <laughs> feeling good. How about the Pacers? Get Tyrese some help? Bro, that's what I was thinking, too. The Pacers. Yeah. Pacers could use, like, one, maybe two, maybe two pieces. Yeah. They'd be good. The Pelicans, bro. Bro, the Pelicans are booing. Who, do the, who would the Pacers get, though? That's... That's the tough part. They don't have a you lot to give back. True. Without completely slaughtering their lineup. I think the I think Pacers might like be a, a team that would have to wait until like free agency. I probably. don't think they could go out now and get somebody. More than likely. What they need, though, is a 3 and D guy in the middle. Facts. Mm-hmm. Like, Buddy Heels there, and he's performing a little bit, but he's not doing you know, everything that you need on the defensive side of the ball. They need their prime Victor Oladipo back. Bro, like, what he was, do you want to see the, the Pistons make? I honestly, don't care. I'm I'm down to ride the season out. Where 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 is Victor Oladipo? Can we just is he still in Miami? Depot's still, still in Miami. Miami. He's just chilling. I wouldn't. I would, I would not be opposed for a, a homecoming. He was a trade target as well. Because I was going to say, move, move that man, bro. They do not even, they're not even putting him in the game right now. And they Victor Oladipo has shown that he it can be one of the mm-hmm. better players in this league. 
Unfortunately, injury that killed that dude's career. That's true. true. You're not wrong. Miami's low key kind of struggling. I mean, they're not struggling. They're Prime just Depot, above 500. Prime Depot is one of my favorite players to watch. I loved watching Victor Oladipo play basketball. Bro, he he is so athletic. It is crazy. Dude, could. And he can shoot, bro. And once, he learned shoot. How to, once he learned how to shoot, bro, it yeah. was over. I miss Prime Depot. I was hoping we'd get a little bit of flashes of Prime Depot in Miami, but. We did a little bit. We got a few. On we got the floor right now. I, I think there's no space for him on the floor. No. Honestly. Yeah, fact. We never got the, uh, like, a whole game Prime Depot, but we got we got glimpses. Uh, he used to put on some crazy performances, man. Yeah, that's fair. But it was never like, I'm leading this team to the playoffs. It was like, I'm going to support this team and get to the playoffs, but I ain't leading them. He would be the best team on some of those playoff teams that he was on. I, that's what I'm saying. It's like we never saw that again in Miami. Yeah. Injuries, man. He's still trying to figure out his game still. Injuries, injury. Too many pieces in Miami for him to be that that guy. Too, there's too many guys. There's the line right there is. You got to get past Jimmy Butler. Basically, is what's ah. happening in that. You got to get past Jimmy Butler. Sorry, we almost got uh, DMCA. We almost got what? DMCA, DMAC. I had uh, my music started playing because I it was. <laughs> I clicked on a link. I, I'm on the that, NBA app, and I clicked on a link, and it that, jumped to music. Before we, <laughs> before, we move, before we move into Pearl here, with that, let's take a look. College football's about over, which means college basketball gets into full swing. We're in conference play now. You're going to have electric games every day of the week now. I love it. With that, let's get into... A little bit of early season bracketology. Mm. Let's see what we've got cooking. In the oh, hey. We got right now. We got right now Purdue and Rutgers playing. Purdue is losing. Are they? I mean, number it's, there, it's 59 right now. It's 59 uh, 62 with two minutes. There you go. That's a fun one. Uh, we'll look at early bracketology here and kind of see what we're looking at going into conference play and what might stick. Uh, let's look, first of all, at one seats here. you got Purdue, UConn, Arizona, and Kansas. I don't think there's any doubt on those one seeds. I don't doubt all four of those one seeds stay exactly like that. UConn's definitely going to be a one seed at the end of the year. Kansas UConn, is going to continue to play their game. Mm-hmm. UConn's incredible. My thing with Kansas, they're in a gauntlet of a conference. The Big 12 this season is going to be 12, a slaughterhouse. It is going to be a slaughterhouse. for me, dude. They are. Um, hey, they got a lot of Iowa. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to Iowa State. Um, Purdue, I think they're going to lose some Big, Ten te- some Big Ten games. That's a very good conference, very no, athletic conference. Man. Zach Eady is going to have some bad games. Purdue is going to lose a few, but I still don't doubt they're one seed by the end of the season. Arizona. Arizona and UConn are the two that impressed me the most out of this one seed field. Arizona's had some wins. They've had some battles. They've had some big wins so far this season. Um, You've gone down to the wire with UCF. Um, They beat Creighton. They were the first team this season to beat Creighton. Creighton has fallen off since then, but either way, they did take down Creighton early in the season here. Uh, There's a few more. 
heads down Tennessee early yep. in the season. Tennessee. They've had some very marquee quadrant one wins, which is huge when you get to tournament time. Um, Who's their one loss? Arizona and UConn. Definitely going to impress me the most here. Outside of that, I think you're going to see a lot, a lot, a lot of Big 12 teams in here. I really think the Big 12 might only miss two teams out of their conference this season. I do want to talk a little bit of Iowa State. I think Iowa State does stay in this eight-seed range, and I think they do make another decent run. The thing with me about Iowa State, the hidden stat with them, you look at this Cyclone defense, and you see they're suffocating. They force turnovers. They don't allow you to move the ball very well. That's their identity on defense. Here's their hidden stat, though. This team does not allow quality looks. Their stat... Last year and this year, quality shots, their opponent's quality shot percentage was 5.8% last year and 6.2% this year. That means on only six shots, man. On 6.2% of opponent shots, only that small percentage is considered good shots. The crazy thing is, is how well their defense is performing. It's overshadowing how good their offense is recently. They've got to be averaging like 70 since, points a game. Since the Iowa game, Iowa State is shooting 63% from the field and 48% from three. Yeah, they came out and got they got put in their place against Iowa. And I'm not upset about it. They did. But since then, After, their offense, for some stupid reason, has been on fire. Combine that with that defense. You, you've got a threat of a team there, but they do scare me because Iowa State is inconsistent. But I think that could yeah. be a fun, fun tournament team there. I think Kentucky turns it around yet this season as well. Bro, I don't even want to talk about Kentucky. Skip them. I, <laughs> I still think they turn it around. Yeah, Texas Tech, me off this season. Texas Tech is a potentially very scary 12 seed. They have not had the start of the season they want. But that's still a very, very, very good basketball team. Illinois very, always performs, man. A very, very, very scary team that I'm seeing is in the Midwest, and it's Michigan State at a 10. I like that. Michigan State at a Michigan 10 State. is scary, especially if you look at that current bracket. They can take Alabama or Miami any day. Oh, 100%. And then at that point, I think they can run right through Gonzaga. We've already seen it. And I think they can run right through Memphis or Penn State. Yeah, dude, Michigan State is playing well all around. Like Michigan, they'll State. play well again when it comes to tournament time yeah. too. They always do. Yeah, I don't like Michigan Tom State. They, hey, they are playing is well. That guy, bro. Don't don't ever question Tom Izzo. It's, oh yeah, bro, he's that guy. Deep run teams. Know. Deep run teams for me. Arizona. I think Illinois or Houston can make a deep run here. I think Michigan State and. I hate to say it. I think Michigan State and Kansas might meet in the Midwest. In the Midwest here. Bro, why are you counting out Duke? Bro, why are you counting out Duke? Because they, they they literally look like Dookie Cheek. Bro, don't don't even start, bro. They're they're gonna do they're gonna do okay. Don't I think worry about Kansas it. beats Duke. <laughs> so I'm counting nah, out Duke. Um nah. I think UConn. Why why are you counting out Duke? UConn took their first loss. I don't think this UConn team loses very many more games. Um, I agree. And I'm sorry, Purdue is never a good tournament team. I like Purdue, but they don't. Where is? Where is who? There's one other team 
West Virginia could be a scary I was, team. I was say, my friend David Spencer will like this. West Virginia, dude. They are playing, and they are playing well. They are playing well. Their the defense is the big their defense is suffocating. Oh, good. Oh, right there. Def- uh, West Virginia, four going against yep. Iowa. Oh, no. They'd be against Yale. Oh, oh Yale. They, yeah. yeah they they Ivy League schools in the tournament. Don't sleep you gotta be on careful. those Ivy League schools. I, I mean, I, uh, look at what West Virginia would have to go through. There's nothing currently right there. There's nothing that I would be afraid of West Virginia playing. Oh, no, not at all. I think they'd be. Except Purdue. for, yeah, Purdue would be their scary. Actually, I think Missouri Loki might be their scariest one. Missouri's been an inconsistent but fairly good basketball team. Missouri Iowa State play this week, and they're suddenly a top 25 matchup. That's honestly, that's disgusting to hear. <laughs> Uh, that genuinely makes me want to buy it. Iowa comes in at 25. <clears throat> Should be a good ball game, though. Should be a good ball I game. I just want to say, I saw one team on here that stand, stood out to me. What's up? UMass Lowell. Roberts. Or <laughs> Roberts. Where was that at? That was down here, right? Yep. <laughs> Roberts yeah. again, too. Roberts, man. Watch out. They were a Cinderella last year. They were a Cinderella last year. They returned. Uh, Max Ismus, I think that's what his name is. Uh, oh, what would that, what would his name be pronounced? Yeah, it's Max. It's pronounced Ismus. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Bro, Oral Roberts, watch. I like that. They did return him. You're right. I like that a lot. Uh, Zach, what are you doing, man? What are you, why, why did you get up a long way, bro? Don't talk to me, bro. You know what you you know what you did. You know what you did. What do you mean? What did I do? You know what you did. Don't forget about Duke and then continue to say, "Oh, Duke's probably going to lose to Oral Roberts." Hey, yeah, you I know what you did. Understand. But I'm you just know what you did. Oral, Oral Roberts, bro. You know what they you were did. Cinderella last. They were Cinderella last year. You they know were. what you did. Anyway, let's get the portal. Let's wrap this episode up. Let's play some portal real quick. Uh, we're not going to do our wheel spins again today. Who do we want to start with? Contavious uh, Caldwell. Tyrese Hall. Caldwell Pope or Hallie? I was going to say Tyrese Halliburton, but that's okay. We, we can do Hallie. Tyrese Halliburton. We'll go with Hallie. We'll go with Hallie. Uh, DeMar Hamlin for the Bills is currently being taken off by ambulance on Monday Night Football, by the way. Oh, oh shoot. Big prayers. Yeah. That's scary. That's what I've just been updated with. Either way, Tyrese Halliburton now looking at a guard in the West. Unfortunately, Luke picking, picking a young guy really cripples us because we don't get any other hands. Picking a guy with the number zero also kind of cripples us. Well, this is going to even that out. <clears throat> so, uh, we're looking at the West. We already knew it was a guard. He is shorter than this. He's fairly old in the West, not the Southwest. <laughs> Let me look up here real quick. How about, what about Jamal Murray? I like Jamal Murray. Laying there. Okay, not looking northwest, which means we are down to the Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, Suns, and Kings. And he's still in the numbers 25. Between 
27 and 0. Thanks, Joe. Shorter uh, than 6'4 as well. So, I mean. Clay Thompson. No, Clay Thompson's like 6'6, six, six, bro. Yes, he is. Bro, you gave us number 0. Bro. <laughs> What the hell? Uh, KCP uh, probably wasn't going to help us any more than what, is what we got right now. Where's KCP at? Call about Pope. You're second. He was. I have no yeah. idea where KCP's at now. I thought he was in uh, Philly. I was going to say, he was with the Lakers a while back, but I think he's over east. <clears throat> I Dude, I spoke in Savius so wrong. He plays for the Nuggets. That doesn't help. Well, that doesn't help. Probably help us more than Tyrese Halliburton. Is it the Pacific Division? Yes, Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, Suns, Kings. I don't know. I don't know how accurate this information is, but sounds like they've been doing CPR on Demar Hamlin for the last nine minutes. Oh my, oh my gosh. Good lord. He tackled someone, got up, and just collapsed on the field. So. Dang. That's crazy. So we're looking at an older guard from Dennis Schroeder. I like that. What is, he, is he with the Lakers now? He is. Yeah. Okay, so we're looking at six foot or 5'11". Older than 29. Old, 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 old. Chris Paul? Could be CP3, but it could be. It's Chris Paul. Damn. It is Chris Paul. That jersey is kind of cool. Old man Chris Paul. (laughs) Chris Paul sucks. Chris Paul's not a Hall of Whoa. Whoa. You did not just say that. See you next week. See you next week. What? That is... uh, Chris Paul is not a Hall of Famer. I don't like this news I'm getting here. Um, Either way... See this finger? See this finger? (laughs) Yeah, I know he doesn't have one of those, but... Bro, he he was... He was set in so many positions to get several yeah, of these. He actually had one of these, and then he slept with Kim K. So, I mean, that's... That's true. Hey, that's dog mentality. <laughs> dog mentality. That is going to wrap this episode right at about an hour and a half. I figured we'd be long. We had a lot, lot, lot to talk about. I had fun. Lots to talk about. It was so much fun. Episode. Hey, next week we can talk about Chris Paul not being a Hall of Famer. Next week we can talk about Chris Paul being a Hall of Famer or not being a Hall of Famer. We'll... We'll maybe throw that in there if I remember that. <laughs> Either way, should be a fun time. I can't believe this man just said that. Should be a fun time. What has he done? Next week's episode 30, boys. Once again, if you want to support what we're doing here, if you're on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell so you don't miss another episode. If you're a listener um, over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, what does 3 again, zero mean? Just, once again, just type in. The second string show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you will find us, will be the first thing to pop up. You'll see this logo. Number one. Right here. Number Um, one thing to pop up. We will be the number one thing to pop up. Because we're in the top two and we ain't two. And we 
paid too. Make sure to give us a rating over there. Five stars helps us a lot. Five stars gets us out there. If you like it, let other people know you like it because that supports us and we love that. If you're looking to support us in other ways, help us grow this thing. The biggest thing is growth. We got a lot of stuff coming. <laughs> Make sure to check out the merch. We've got phone cases. Um, head on over to shopsecondstringsports.com. You can check out everything we have. Wait, over say, there. say that, say the uh, thing again. We can, the you can check out com for things like that phone case that was actually really quiet because he didn't drop it close enough. And um, uh, at, that landed straight on the screen. Just uh, so we're on the same page. Awesome. <laughs> stuff over there to check out. A lot of great stuff so over good. there. I love the quality of all of it. And I know you guys love the quality of all of it, too. I don't know how Zach's phone is still alive after all this time. But that's episode 29. We will see you guys next week for episode 30. Peace. Peace.